You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. I'm Deacon Paul Trinan. Again, we're broadcasting here from the beautiful Abbey of the Hills of... If you're wondering, and you're up in North Dakota, or maybe our friends out in Wyoming or Minnesota, the Abbey is located about, I don't know, maybe about 30 minutes from Watertown, South Dakota. It's in the northeast portion of the state of South Dakota, and it is rural. Well, and I think it's quite central to our listening audience in Real Presence Radio. I was talking to Janelle, who uh, a lot of folks know from the Fargo office. She loves to go on retreats and um, spend some time with God. And I was telling her about the Abbey, and she'd never heard of it. And yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, Janelle, you are so close. How far are you from Fargo? We're like two hours from Fargo, two hours from um, from mm-hmm. Sioux Falls, mm-hmm. and about three and a half, maybe, from the Twin Cities area. Yeah, I mean, it's so it's just centrally located. And I um, was told to say by our producer that a group of turkeys is called a rafter. Who knew? Who knew? Well, I bet you some of our listeners knew that. I bet they did. <laughs> I bet you they did. Especially our turkey hunters probably know that, right? Yeah. So we've had a fantastic morning. I mean, I just can't even believe the guests that we've had on this morning. So if you've missed any of our talks, our first one was talking about uh, conversion from Islam to Catholicism. Our second uh, guest, we were talking about voting in this uh, day and age. And so if you missed any of those talks, go back. And check them out later today. They'll be up on our podcast. They'll be up on our website, and you can listen to them. It's so heartwarming for me to know that somebody like Chris Motes exists to represent the church Mm -hmm. towards these legislators and towards us, too, back and forth. It's not just a one-way thing. I mean, he's a good man. Well, because when he was talking about it is our job to discern and to educate ourselves, I'm thinking to myself, where do I even begin? I mean, that is a really tall order for some people. And so the fact that there's a website to help us, and I know that there are Catholic conferences in other states, so Minnesota, North Dakota, so check it out. Your state has one too, and Mm -hmm. they will give you details on how to vote in this day and age. They will. They will. And we need to get some representatives of them on as well, because... Mm -hmm. It's a it's a privilege. It's a privilege. My dad was in my dad was in Korea. I think you've got some background in the military too, right? My dad, yeah. I think we've discussed this on air before. Mm-hmm. I mean, those guys and women went and are going to conflicts in the world for this privilege. For a lot of reasons, but it's at the root of it is this privilege mm-hmm. to be represented, to have the voice to have, and I'll say it from our standpoint, our Catholic social teaching, our Catholic truth be represented in, in America, in, in, in each one of our states. It's a beautiful thing. What a privilege. Mm-hmm. What a privilege. Absolutely. So we're discussing this hour, we're kind of bantering, which I always enjoy just having time just the two of us, Deacon Paul, to chat, <laughs> see how things are going. I know with COVID, things have been kind of crazy up here, or the, I should say the opposite of crazy up here at the Abbey. So let's talk a little bit about the Abbey and what it was and what it is now. 
Well, I'm going to back up way back to like the 1860s and 70s when some monks, some Benedictine monks, came from St. Meinrad's, Indiana, led by um, a particular young priest whose name was Bishop, or was named Father Martin Marty. Martin Marty was a Benedictine from um, St. Meinrad's in Indiana. They came out and they had two goals to spread and evangelize the faith and to start schools on Native American areas. And they, this is before it was even the state of South Dakota. So they, these guys are just, ah, they're just pioneers and coming out and, and trying to serve the Native Americans. And they did it in both a couple of uh, um, reservations in North Dakota and South Dakota. Eventually, after doing most of their work right on the reservations, they decided they wanted to have a that God was calling them to live in, in a community as well, have their own set community. And so they decided in the 1950s, this is 70 years later, mm-hmm. to um, build Blue Cloud Abbey um, right up between um, Millbank and Watertown, South Dakota. And so they did most of the work themselves and um, they built a beautiful, peaceful, holy place. They had 75 monks Wow. At one time, 75. But through Vatican II, through a change in how um, leadership of Native American um, reservations was more becoming self-led, the need for these monks was less. And so they needed to modify mm. maybe their apostolate or their mission. And whatever they chose didn't really gain a lot of traction. Mm-hmm. And so therefore... They lost vocations, and the church in general has lost vocations. Mm-hmm. And, and they made this difficult decision in 2012 to shut down the abbey, to shut down the abbey. And, and um, people around this area, Catholic and Protestant, they, they love the abbey. It's, it, it become a sign for them of, mm-hmm. of just some goodness, something good in this world. And so it was a sad thing that they were going to leave and and shut down, and nobody knew, you know, everybody said, hey, I wonder what's going to happen to the Abbey. Right. Who's going who's gonna to step forward? And, and I've told this story to you, Heather. We, there was a group of us. I live in Ortonville, Minnesota, about 30 miles away. And I was just fairly newly ordained to the diaconate. But we're sitting around with some Catholic, well, just some friends, um, having supper. And... Um, I say sometimes it was the wine we were, but somebody said, "Hey, I wonder what's going to happen to the abbey." And then somebody else said, "Maybe we should do something about the abbey." And you know how there's certain questions that are asked that you just say, "Where did that come from? Where on earth, or where in heaven, did that question come from?" Because some people at that dinner table had never even been to the Abbey. I hadn't been to the Abbey that often. And yet, something burned in our hearts for this. And now this is the 11th hour. The, it's almost midnight in, the, yeah. in terms of the Abbey was going to be sold to a group. To another group that wouldn't have used it a, in, as a place of holiness. I'll just say that. And along comes us, and, and we started... Um, forming this group and I asked the abbot, Abbot Dennis 
at the time for the opportunity to come and look at this. And he goes, well, really, Deacon, we're only entertaining serious offers. <laughs> and I said to him, I was looking out my window at my office, and I said, that's the crazy thing, Abbott. I think we are serious. And what we were going to use it for, we still didn't know. But I'll, 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 I'll give due credence to my wife, Julie. She said, and this is kind of unlike her, but she said, you know what? Why do we need to know exactly what we're going to use the Abbey for to say yes to it? Mm. To say yes to the Holy Because we really believe the Holy Spirit was saying, I want you to use this for a holy purpose. And she convinced the rest of our group to do that. And it's a longer story. Well, and isn't that true of so much of our lives? It is. You know, when I, I listen back or think back to when Bishop DeGrood accepted his calling to be Bishop of the Sioux Falls Diocese, one of the things that struck me about what he said was, you know, and I'm saying verbatim, so I apologize, Bishop, but he said, I didn't have what it took, but I knew God would give me what I needed when I needed it. And you said, leading up to that, you said, isn't that true for so many things? How about you as a parent? Yeah. I don't know how we're going to get from A to B. A to B is not an easy street. No. And sometimes it doesn't have a map. No. Oftentimes, most oftentimes, (laughs) it doesn't have a map. Yeah. And that's where we find Jesus. And this Abbey, even though it's been really difficult at times, and it's driven us to our knees. Many times. It's a place to encounter Jesus Christ. Now, it's not owned by the diocese, but it's Catholic in its nature. We want to honor the Benedictine brothers that built it and shoulders we stand on. But at the same time, it's a different charism than what they had. We're not... Mm -hmm. We're not um, an order, per se, but our board is committed to honoring our Catholic faith. We do that in the Abbey by welcoming religious retreats, you know, mm-hmm. confirmation retreat, vocations retreat through the, through the diocese, um, countless different um, other parishes that come in, and men's retreats, Lenten, um, silent w- women... All these beautiful things, as well as our non-Catholic brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. to unashamedly and, and actually to joyfully spread light, the light of truth. Like mm-hmm. Chris was talking about, the truth that we're called to, that everybody wants. Yes. And if we're Catholic, if we're, if we're evangelizing truly as Catholics, that should be attractive to others. But if we if we fence them out, mm-hmm. that's not so attractive, is it? That's no. them versus us. So to, to, to maintain this orthodoxy, if you would, or this authenticity as Catholics, this new evangelization as Catholics, but also to say, hey, for example, in a couple of weeks, we've got um, the Seventh-day Adventist Women's hmm. State Convention for North and South Dakota. Isn't that really? interesting? Yeah. Do you know many Seventh-day Adventist None. women? None. <laughs> Not that I know of. <laughs> They're beautiful. I hadn't ever encountered one 
But they're beautiful people that, frankly, we share a lot in our belief in Jesus Christ with them. Hmm. Not everything. So when they come in here, it's not saying, oh, you can do whatever you want. So if, they, if it was the, the birth control conference of the blah, blah, blah church, that wouldn't be the place. To, the Abbey would not be the place to, to host that or to, to sponsor it. Or the abortion rights for this blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Nope. Nope. That's not going to be here. But if they're coming in and, and they're doing something that's in keeping, in line, I should say, and not crisscross with our faith, there's opportunity for evangelization. For all of us growing closer to Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the mission of the Abbey. It's a beautiful thing. It's a complicated thing. It's still, it's still revealing itself. Mm-hmm. But it's still a beautiful opportunity. Well, we have to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to discuss more, if that's okay, Deacon. Mm-hmm. All right. Love so to. you're listening to Real Presence Live. We are broadcasting today from the Abbey of the Hills up in northern South Dakota. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Gracious and loving God, we thank you for the gift of our priests. Through them, we experience your presence in the sacraments. Help them to be strong in their vocation. Set their souls on fire with love for your people. Grant them the wisdom, understanding, and strength they need to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. Each week, Real Presence Radio honors a priest in our listening area with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Nominate your priest at realpresenceradio.com and tune in to hear more about these holy men of God. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in South Fargo, near Saints Anne and Joachim Church. Lumen Vision is a full-service eye care facility that provides eye exams for both children and adults. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Eco Eyewear, an environmentally friendly frame company that plants a tree for each frame sold. For more information about our mission and scheduling your appointment online, you can go to lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. The world is changing fast and needs problem solvers and critical thinkers. Right here in your backyard, Not Marty believes every student has the potential to serve the world and make a difference. We will help you obtain a degree that prepares you for success by exploring your talents and passion. Our community goes above and beyond to help each student feel at home, surrounded by love and support. We can't wait for you to see what's possible. And we hope the future brings you here, close to home, at mountmarty.edu. Do you want your business's message to be heard by a dedicated audience during one of our biggest on-air fundraisers of the year? Tune into the RPR Network for our Fall Live Drive, which runs Tuesday, October 6th through Friday, October 9th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time. It's a family reunion as we bring you great stories of how the Lord has touched the people you know through Catholic Radio. To become a sponsor of the Fall Live Drive, contact me, Brett Byler, by calling 605-670-8333. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. And I get to join Heather. I am Deacon Paul Trinan. And this is my one time every two months. 
to, to be a part of Real Presence Radio. I shouldn't say that, to be a part of it, but to help broadcast Real Presence. Hopefully I'm a part of Real Presence Radio you more are. frequently than that. Whether you want to believe Amen. it or not, you yeah. are. <laughs> well, and that's just the beauty of Real Presence Radio is that the family is broad. Yeah. So we're but, talking about the Abbey. So I love talking about the Something that Abbey. comes along that you don't expect and you feel in your heart of hearts is a movement of the Holy Spirit. And what would you do with that? What would you do with that? And I, I would probably honestly have to say if that's happened to me before, that sometimes I've said yes to it. Mm-hmm. Maybe in my, my call to the diaconate for sure. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I've said no to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, Mom and I, you know, when, when the Abbey was up for sale... My mother and I wanted to move here. Really? We didn't care what happened. I mean, we did care what happened to the Abbey, but we just wanted to live here. <laughs> yeah. It is just, I mean, there's something so, and it's said a million times, but there's something so peaceful, and it's very, a profound peace, a beautiful peace. And I think the moment I walk in, and I don't know if it's because I have a Catholic heart or what it is, but I just feel at home here. Because I, I can tell, I think about the millions of prayers that have been said within these walls. Yeah. That means something, doesn't it? There's and a, I feel it. There's, a, um, there's an existence of that. And trying to keep the Abbey to be holy, mm-hmm. because there's also folks that bring in uh, the opposite of prayers or the opposite of holiness. Folks that are really troubled that come here at times. Um, mm-hmm. And they're at the end of the rope, or they're they're struggling with this, that, and another mm-hmm. thing. It's been a few times where my secretary said, uh, "Deacon, you need to come up here. There's somebody here that you need to talk with." And there's but don't you challenges. think they feel drawn here? They do, they do, they do. And it's and it's a beautiful opportunity. I wanted to give an idea of folks, just um, who who are maybe wondering. Well, okay, you run a retreat. Um, venue, you run a retreat house, you run a retreat ministry. How does that work during COVID? <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> it hasn't, but you know, around March 17th, our last retreat was right at, the, if you remember, uh, Lent was just starting, so we just had mm-hmm. our, our, our men's Lenten retreat. We had about 35 guys. It was fabulous. It was very much a high. And then things kind of shut down. Mm-hmm. At the Abbey and across the, the state and the the world, for that matter. And um, we're hoping by June we'd start, because typically June is a really busy month here at the Abbey. We're hoping for us to keep our um, retreats that had been planned. We're going to have our busiest summer ever. Of course. And that just didn't happen. Folks started continuing to um, to cancel out their retreats. And it's really a another thing, like we were talking about, it's in the struggles. It's in the when the path and the map isn't there that you mm-hmm. just fall to your knees. And Jesus, I trust in you. It becomes so much more profound. And so you sit there and you go, "How am I going to meet?" Because we have a we have a, a, a budget and we have bills know, that need to be paid. How do you do that? Mm-hmm. And God has seen fit to put people in our lives. We've, we've started an Ab Keep the Abbey Strong campaign that has mm-hmm. been wonderful. We've hoped to get 200000 through that. And I think we're around $168,000. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to you folks that have become part of the Abbey. I, I, I don't want to say have supported the Abbey because that's not accurate. You're a part of the Abbey. 
that's part of this whole thing is the Abbey is a movement of people mm-hmm. that want to follow this Catholic path, mm-hmm. but welcome our, our beautiful non-Catholic brothers and sisters. But it's, it's not one or it's not a board. It's this group of people that believe. And so because of that, then we have started gaining some traction Good. In, in August. Good. You know, uh, my diaconal group from the New Ulm Diocese, mm-hmm. even though I, I act as a deacon here as, as the director of the Abbey, I'm, I'm in Minnesota, typically, and they came out about 25. We've had a, a priest retreat that was here um, that had priests coming from Minnesota, mostly South Dakota. It was led by a priest, a wonderful, wonderful priest um, named Father Peter Anderl who's from Lidgerwood, North Dakota area. He serves several parishes there. But Father Peter just did a fantastic job of being the spiritual director for that um, priest retreat that was just a few weeks back. We're, we're going to be welcoming back in this weekend a mixed 12-step retreat, a mixed 12-step retreat, oh, okay. if you know what that is. It's uh, folks that are working their way through the 12 steps of AA. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a men's and women's retreat I don't know of a more courageous group that comes to the Abbey. And I see them, and it's just like a homecoming, because I've, um, I've seen a lot of these folks now for the past six years, and their love for this place, but their hope they find in this place. Mm. They'll bring folks, even from the, the, the southern part of Nebraska, will come up here, and they'll bring other friends and say, this, is, this has helped me so much. You've got to come here. Yeah, It's very encouraging to to me as the director. We're going to have a, a group from South Dakota State University, a group of students that are going to come up. I don't even know the whole story on this, but it's a, <laughs> some kind of a science group. It's going to be about 80 kids. Oh, you're kidding. Um, so that's exciting. Would you say that's a spiritual thing? At its heart, not so much. But will that, the, the, the spirit of the Abbey, the spirit of God, touch them here? Yes. A lot more than it would at the Holiday Inn yep. Convention Center. Amen. And then I was talking to you about this a little bit offline. I don't, I didn't before I became the Abbey director. I don't know much about our brothers and sisters in Christ who are Seventh-day Adventists. Right. I don't know about those people. I, I don't talk to those kind of people. I'm Catholic. <laughs> and, and I think the same could be true for them as well. But they approached us several years ago and said, could we have our our um convention or state convention for North and South Dakota at the Abbey. We have a, a programming committee here mm-hmm. to kind of act as a filter to say, is this in keeping right. with the way that we feel God's calling the Abbey to be utilized and, and, and in, in step with our Catholic faith, will it honor our Catholic faith? Um, for example, if some group was coming, like I had said to you, and they're going to have the abortion rights group of yeah. blah, blah, blah. They're not coming here. I, maybe I mentioned that on air too. Yeah. So anyways, they're coming and they've been here and there's beautiful, loving, loving people. Well, and you've had interesting groups too that I had never thought of using the Abbey for family reunions. A lot of family reunions. A lot of private stays that, that people be? just come up right now and stay in our hermitage or stay in the Abbey grounds. Um, 
like scrapbooking clubs or sewing clubs or I mean it's like oh what a great weekend that would be this group of painters some of which are fabulously talented some of them are hey I'm just picking this up and I want to do it and mm-hmm. this is the place that, that I find peace in doing it so it's a beautiful place we're we're actually I was sharing this with you off air too we're having our first annual Abbey banquet coincidentally which is based on the Real Presence Radio Banquet mm-hmm. that you guys do so successfully. And so I've, I've talked to some of the folks at Real Presence. How could we do this at the Abbey? And that'll be October the 7th. If you go to um, abbeyofthehills.org, you can see some information about that. We're going to be bringing um, Matt Burke in. If you guys are Minnesota Vikings fans, you might recognize <laughs> Matt Burke, Eli. You might recognize <laughs> Matt Burke as being one of the linemen for... You know, the Vikings back in the days of Randy Moss and such. And he ended up going over to the Baltimore Ravens and getting a, a Super Bowl ring. But Matt Burke, wonderful speaker, wonderful Catholic speaker, has done a lot of work within diocesan um, gatherings and, and speaking to youth, speaking to adults. We're, we're blessed to have him come out here. So it's going to be Wednesday, October the 7th, uh, starting, around six, starting, <laughs> starting at 6 o'clock. And so that'll be a beautiful thing. If you want to be a part of that, go to our website again abbeyofthehills.org you could be a part of it just by helping sponsor it mm-hmm. and that would be again an emphasize becoming part of the abbey so if people wanted to um, drive over for that you would have a place for them to stay that night wouldn't I you? I just had that question asked, asked of me yesterday a guy from he's down by um, he's down by Lenox South Dakota and he's yeah. like you know what could I stay at the abbey I said absolutely yeah yeah so, you betcha. Absolutely. Beautiful time. So, and it's becoming. The Abbey is becoming. Um, there's going to be events that we're going to be called to host mm-hmm. at the Abbey that I would have never dreamed of. That'll be, wow, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. There'll be some that will say, nope, this isn't the right place for that event um, because we're this and you're looking for that. Right. And I'm, I'm grateful that the board has looked at that. I'm grateful that the board finds that valuable to say no thanks. And it's hard, Heather. I'm looking you right in the eye. Dad. I've stubbed my toe on it before, going, oh, this is a group we, sh- we should never have back, and we don't. <clears throat> it's not a perfect science, no. discerning someone's, especially since some, <laughs> some people aren't exactly honest. Mm-hmm. When they're talking about their group, but for the most part, I think we're becoming. You're trying better at that. And that's what. Yeah, and they're actually talking about maybe collaborating more with the diocese in that manner, you know, which would be beautiful, mm-hmm. I, and I'd be super open to that opportunity. Yeah. Because again, the, the 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 great resources that are at the disposal disposal of the church are infinite almost right and 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 i think about the people that god called to do this and i go why would you call these people why would you call me as 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 how many of his disciples said that exactly we just we just had the um we just had the feast of saint matthew yep a tax collector today's the feast of padre pio right yeah padre pio you wouldn't have said when he was a young man he's going to be one of the most most sought after intercessors of all time. So I don't know the I well, don't know how God, God bless chooses. you in your work. 
you are a blessing to us <laughs> well, by being here, kind of corralling me into this role. <laughs> I know. You're and, so lucky. Uh, I am blessed. <laughs> I am blessed. All right. Well, folks, it's time for another break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to have another great, uh, and you know this gal, Suzanne? I, I've talked to Suzanne on the phone. Yep. So I'm, we're excited to talk with her. Um, stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few minutes. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 